Hello. Today is September 29th, 2020. This is the Librarian's Almanac. On this day in 1916, American oil tycoon John D. Rockefeller becomes the world's first billionaire. In the world of the American dream, billionaires are a classic presence in the economic landscape. Yet, it does not mean every American welcomes the very idea of billionaires. As a contemporary view, the following is an article from Hmm Daily by Tom Sakata. It is short, to the point, and searing. Sakata was once a longtime writer for another digital publication called Gawker until it was completely extinguished by Peter Thell for publishing articles that portrayed Thell in unflattering ways. Scotta is an expert on the wrath of the personally wealthy. Here is his article called No Billionaires. Some ideas about how to make the world better require careful, nuanced thinking about how to best balance competing interests. Others don't. Billionaires are bad. We should presumptively get rid of billionaires. All of them. Does this sound like an incitement to the most dreaded kind of revolution, when people are struck down by the mob simply on the basis of some crude, simple standard? It is not. The people who have a billion dollars are fine. They may go on living. It's just that for the sake of everyone else, and honestly for their own sake, they must not be allowed to possess a billion dollars. No one needs a billion dollars. No one deserves a billion dollars. There is a widespread moral and conceptual error in a society saturated in the ideology of competition and monetary success that the property of a person has gotten does not simply belong to that person, but is somehow itself an embodiment of their personhood. That to separate a person from their property is an attack to their human existence. This is true to an extent, to the extent that property secures a person food and shelter and physical security and health and futurity. Even despite the inequities and injustices that have emerged by this level, a person's opportunities to have leisure, to make art, etc., none of this comes anywhere near to adding to a billion dollars. Another error is the belief that Billionaires have made their money by adding value to society, of which they take a minor share. One pictures some great industrialist inventing and manufacturing a useful item, which makes every single person's life better, and in return receiving a small share for the price of the item. A kindergarten teacher teaching 25 new people a year not to bite each other and to work in occasional harmony with strangers produces far more social good in a lifetime than an industrialist does. Even to picture the billionaire as a productive industrialist is too optimistic. Read up and down the Forbes list. Larded with monopolists, retailers, retail monopolists, the heirs of retail monopolies, real estate magnates, 
Mark Zuckerberg. What do they do with all their extra money? They buy atrocious houses. They shut down publications. They buy politicians over and under the table. Now, a whole batch of them have moved directly into government. And we have the most corrupt and incompetent executive branch in memory to show for it. When we speak of the better billionaires, we simply mean the ones who are not actively malignant. There are no good billionaires. They may be some relatively good people who are attached to a pile of money that stacks $1 billion high. But the money does not improve them. It makes them worse. Their good points would be no less good if they held only, let's say, $500 million. And their bad points would be that much less of a problem for anyone else. Feel free to shoot me an email if you'd like notes and sources related to today's episode. Please be sure to rate and or review this podcast on the platform you found it on. Feedback is love. My name is Liz. You've been listening to The Librarian's Almanac, written and created by me. I'll talk to you tomorrow.